You are now listening to Lady Denim. Kick back and enjoy the ride. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Lady Adenum. And today's topic, we're gonna be talking about the silence of medical malpractice. Babies being operated on without anesthesia. As an important step in becoming a surgeon or doctor, many graduates of medical school are required to take the Hippocratic Oath in which they swear to do no harm and uphold specific ethical standards. However, before 1987, babies were going under the knife without anesthesia. And what's worse, the practice was considered ethical based on a flawed belief that infants couldn't feel pain. Yes, you heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. Now imagine you were unable to verbalize your pain and discomfort as strangers drugged you with a muscle relaxant, causing your body to go limp so you wouldn't put up a fight. You can feel cold steel being pressed against your skin, slowly cutting into your tender, delicate flesh as you silently cry on the inside in pure terror and agony feeling every instrument used inside your helpless body as your bloody organs are moved around like a jigsaw puzzle and they are exposed to the cool air in the operating room. Now think of how terrified those innocent babies must have been. My honey, it sounds like a horror flick that the elites would revel in, but uh, I digress. So why did this atrocity go unchallenged? Without a doubt, infants certainly can feel any type of physical afflictions. But it wasn't until 1987 that the practice of doing surgery on a baby without anesthesia was declared unethical by the American Academy of Pediatrics. Why physicians would knowingly inflict excruciating pain on newborns is complicated but there were legitimate concerns surrounding anesthesia and the possibility of harming or killing children. Alarmingly, the medical establishment had convinced itself babies couldn't feel pain. This flawed logic was supported by studies from the 1940s conducted on infants. Scientists supposedly confirming that babies, especially newborns, hadn't yet developed a neurological capability for pain, in other words, pain receptors, because they didn't seem to react to pinprick tests. It was widely believed that any responses babies had to pokes or pricks were merely muscular reactions resulting in surgeons using only muscle relaxants while the infant they operated on was wide awake. However, studies on infant pain show that their discomfort responses are actually well developed as older children and adults. In fact, fetuses from the third trimester of gestation possess the systems necessary to feel great physical discomfort. This information was secluded and stowed away in piles of medical journals. 
A few surgeons and anesthetists knew this, but the opposition to accept the truth went ignored. Scientists tallied an average of dozen procedures, including needle sticks, that babies experienced every day. More than 60% of those infants did not receive any pain medication, either in the form of tropical numbing cream or other pain relief. So babies that suffer from analgesia for severe burns, cancer, and similar excruciating painful conditions were withheld from receiving post-operative pain relief. Darling, talk about adding insult to injury. Research also indicated that infants not only feel severe pain, but they can be damaged by it physically and perhaps psychologically, resulting in those very infants growing more susceptible or sensitive to discomfort as they age. Now that the cat is out of the bag, doctors had to change their approach in treating babies, especially newborns and those born prematurely, or in need of extra medical attention. One has to question how the torment of defenseless infants in the medical field went on for so long without a slight utterance of the unnecessary evil brewing within the walls of hospitals. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a major reason why these cruel and dangerous practices have gone unchallenged is that the parents were oblivious to them and were not told about them. The consent forms parents signed to authorize surgery and other invasive procedures fail to mention the possibility that pain relief might be withheld. And, of course, the physicians would rarely volunteer this information. Darling, I can't imagine giving consent to my baby being tortured and my eyes are blinded by the trust I have for the monsters who knew it was wrong but still went through with it anyway. Our innate human instincts when it comes to little ones are to love, protect, nurture, and guide them, providing a sense of security as we take their tiny hands in ours, walking through the beginning stages of life. This act of barbarity is yet another example how humans can be so callous and cruel. But the very few who were repulsed by the inhumanity did nothing. And in my humble opinion, the suffering those innocent babies endured falls on the shoulders of the medical practitioners who kept quiet, idly standing by as they continued to get paid off the terror of silent cries that couldn't be heard as the scalpel penetrated the skin. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Insta at the Lady of Denim Podcast underscore. You can also follow my main Insta and Twitter at Adenum Um. Be sure to like and follow my Facebook page at the Lady of Denim Podcast. Mwah. Until next time, darling.